If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiecki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiecki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. <laughs> back to another exciting hour of the science of magic a program combining the science and magic of today's leading topics to encourage evolutionary thought and co-create new solutions i'm your host Gwilda Wiecka. this hour we'll be exploring physical emotional mental and spiritual cleansing for an abundant life every tradition has some sort of cleansing practice designed to support physical health and spiritual enlightenment jesus was reported to have spent 40 days fasting in the wilderness some accounts indicate that Buddha spent 49 days fasting in the vicinity of the Bodhi tree to facilitate his enlightenment. The Native American Lakota people practice the Anipi, or sweat lodge ceremony, to purify body and spirit to assist in healing or before any major spiritual event. There are traditional herbs for purging used by some societies, and the list goes on. If we set aside the religious variations and simply look at the cleansing practice, we see that spiritual enlightenment, and for that matter, physical, emotional, and mental health, is a question of frequency. The more our systems are bogged down by toxins on all of these levels, the more our frequency is compromised. What are these toxins? Where do they come from? What effect do they have on the overall quality of our life? How can we as modern people free ourselves of toxins? What are the benefits of cleansing? Our guest this hour may have some surprising answers to these various questions. Jonathan Glass, author of Total Life Cleanse, is a master acupuncturist, certified Ayurvedic therapist, and herbalist who has served on the faculty of the New England School of Acupuncture and the Dharma Institute of Yoga and Ayurveda. An advocate of groups supported cleansing and co-creator of the Total Life Cleanse, he's facilitated thousands of students through his transformational cleansing program. Jonathan has been in private practice since 1987 and with his wife, Catherine, co-founded the Healing Essence Center located in Concord, Massachusetts. His website, 
totallifecleanse.com. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us on The Science of Magic. Really nice to be here, Golda. Thank you. So you're a certified Ayurvedic therapist. What is Ayurveda? Ayurveda is the sister uh, branch of the yoga system. It's a system of medicine coming from ancient India, and it's a beautifully synthesized uh, understanding of the human body, mind, and spirit connection. It's an amazing system of healing. Mm, How old is it? Well, anywhere from 3,000 to many, many, many thousands, and I'm sort of a many, many, many of thousands uh, thinker about it because in the Vedic understanding, nothing was written down prior to 5,000 years ago, and the understanding for that is because people didn't need to have things written down. Things were passed from teacher to student, and the intelligence of people at that time was said to be such that they could hear something once and remember it. And as the age progressed in the direction uh, where we are now, we tend to need to have things written down. So Ayurveda is said to be um, here on this planet many, many thousands of years ago, actually. So what age was it when we started having to <laughs> write stuff down? Do you, do you know which uh, astrological age that was? Well, you know, in, in I, I'm not sure. In the Vedic tradition, there's four phases of time. There's the mm-hmm. golden, silver, bronze, and iron age. And they're, and they're cyclic, right? It's cyclic, exactly, yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, we're about 5,000 years ago, we entered in what's called the Iron Age. And that is considered to be the time that um, things had to be written down. So is it a, a slower, a lower frequency age? It's a lower frequency age. It's a very interesting age because within the age, like most things, you know, there's a microcosm of the macrocosm. So within mm-hmm. the age, there's also ages. So we are in what is called the golden age of Kali Yuga, or the golden age of the Iron Age. Mm-hmm. So that what, what, what that basically means is that the opportunity and the potential for enlightenment, God consciousness, full consciousness, um, is heightened at this time, even though things are so crazy. Mm-hmm. And the requirements for attaining these, these uh, higher states of consciousness are um, far less than they were in the actual golden age itself. Well, the crazy times is the old systems having to dismantle, isn't it? That's a fact. Yeah, That's around fact. around this higher frequency. And it's like these exactly. wheels within wheels, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Jonathan, how did you become interested in cleansing? Well, I really got interested in it because when I was a kid, I had horrendous allergies and I was on antihistamines my entire life, and I had shots my entire life, and on antibiotics probably every year until I was about 18 years old. Um, I had seasonal allergies, and I wasn't aware that I was quite uh, sensitive to dairy also. And I discovered, mm-hmm. discovered a lot of this around 18 years old when I was in college. Um, went to a health food store. I played soccer for my college team, and told the guy at the health food store what was going on with me. I was having some difficulties breathing on the field, and he told me to read a book and to uh, and uh, take some herbs and some nutrients, and it made a huge difference. I, I stopped dairy. I took these herbs and nutrients and noticed a huge, a huge benefit. I had already been meditating and doing yoga, so I was aware of the reality of, of meditation, the reality of the benefits of yoga, but I hadn't made really the dietary connection yet. And when I made that connection, it was a huge light went off because I could, I could go through a, a spring and a fall without having to take medicine anymore. And it just kind of blew my mind that, that it was that easy and my whole life changed. So I got into it and I started studying yoga and meditation even more. Then I, and I realized that Ayurveda was a branch of the system of medicine that, that very much spoke the same language as a yoga system. And I got into that. I went to India studied there, and, and then I actually came back here and studied a form of acupuncture, which is called classical five element, which is a very much mm-hmm. of a Ayurvedic style of acupuncture, too. Right. It's so, yeah. amazing how the, all the systems link together in Ayurvedic stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's very, very earth-based, kind of like shamanism, for that matter. Kind of, yeah. 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 And do you, do you see um, the illness as a cumulative effect of compromised frequency? That's a great way of putting it. I, I really loved hearing your introduction because it's not often that I get to talk 
on that level when I'm talking even about Ayurveda. But yes, I really do. I think you can you can talk about all of this, you know, health related issues and consciousness related um, areas and aspects to frequency. And yes, um, in Ayurveda, there's a terminology they call it the the gunas, and the gunas mean the qualities of a thing. And so there's three gunas. One is called tama, which means dense or heavy. One is called rajas, which means very fast-moving or passionate. And one is called sattva, which is a very high frequency of balance. And when we ingest uh, foods or live in certain environments or do certain things that are called tamas or very heavy or dense, it's, it actually increases uh, the density of our consciousness and increases the density of what's called the subtle body. And it actually interferes with cellular function. It interferes with mental, emotional wellness. It interferes with, um, you know, connecting to our deeper essence, to our higher consciousness. So, yeah, I mean, what we eat, there's foods that are categorized as some are being Thomas dense, some are more rajasic or passionate, some are more sattvic or balanced. So everything is categorized in Ayurveda. It's, it's really a beautiful system in that way. So if you're, it's kind of like Kyo and Jitsu, right, in, in your... Um, um one's charged, one's not charged, uh, one's negative charged, and one's balanced. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that being the case, it's not like there's bad foods so much as the one that you need to counterbalance wherever you're out of balance? Well, that's that's true um, in terms of the doshas. The doshas, you know, <clears throat> meaning what, what body type you are. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, um, there are some of the tamasic foods, for instance, are, are considered foods that are not meant really ever because these are foods that have no no nutritional value junk foods i was gonna say you're just talking about our our american diet aren't you (laughs) exactly yeah so a lot of the standard american diet or if you go to a a supermarket you know a lot of stuff that's in the middle of the supermarket which is considered tamasic so in other words they have you know very very little nutritional value they have all kinds of toxins in them Um, so those foods are very low vibration so in that case there's really no benefit whatsoever of those foods. None, I, none at all. It only just lowers our, our consciousness. There may be some uh, heavier, denser foods that are more beneficial if somebody really needs to ground. You know, that's a possibility. But there are foods that there's really no benefit to because they're not really real food. Right. So you're talking about the things that have been so processed, there's no life left in them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Betty Crocker did us a real dis- injustice back when she started teaching <laughs> us how to make fake food out of fake food, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, cleansing appears, we've got a little bit of time left here. Cleansing appears to be an ancient practice found in many traditions. Do you have any idea where it began? Well, you know, I, I think of, I actually think of Ayurveda as being one of the most ancient systems of healing on the planet. And I, I, think it, I think the essential principles came from Ayurveda. That's, that's what I think. Um, and even thousands of years ago, cleansing was an inherent part of the medicinal system. Um, even though the water back then was cleaner, the air was pure, the body still creates its own toxins. And, and if we don't fully metabolize uh, things, then it can, it can settle in the tissues. So even thousands of years ago, uh, having doing a cleanse twice a year was part of Ayurveda's essential foundational health practices. Mm, that's that's amazing, and and we don't know which uh, was it the Indians that uh, the India Indians <laughs> that originated the practice. Yes. Do you think? Yep. Yes. Wow, wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and, and uh, go ahead. Well, as I say, it's a very sophisticated system of Chinese medicine tends to be a little bit more earth-based and Ayurveda tends to be a little bit more, I mean, it really accepts, you know, higher realms, higher planets, um, other, other realms of existence. And it's explained in some of the ancient Ayurvedic texts that this, this being Dunvantari, who is a, a being from a higher realm, he appeared on earth to actually give this system of medicine to, to humanity. Because what it does, it's a system of medicine that's aligned with, with human beings so that they can take care of the bodies while they're here, heal while they're here, and at the same time evolve in consciousness. Mm. So it's a, it's mm. a very integrated system of medicine. 
Well, we're going to have to get into this evolution on the other side of a short break. We will be back after a commercial break. Jonathan and I will return shortly, so don't go away. It could be cleansing. You're listening to The Science of Magic. Our current episodes are internationally broadcast and air daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. The Exxon is based in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. In service to our listeners, prior innovative episodes can always be accessed free of charge on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. We're speaking with Jonathan Glass, author of Total Life Cleanse, his website, totallifecleanse.com. Jonathan, we were getting into something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's the concept of evolution through purification. Would you mind continuing? Sure. Well, it's a great, it's a great topic. Um, you know, one of the, one of the the tenets of yoga and Ayurveda is that um, purification, uh, the practice of doing that which purifies, is essential for human development and expansion development of consciousness. And sometimes people don't really like the idea of concept of purification because there is sort of concepts out there that we are perfect, so why do we have to purify anything? Um, Ayurveda is, is very is a, uh, interesting way of looking at things. It accepts the living entity, the human being, as perfect, as inherently perfect. However, it's, it's very paradoxical. It also says that we become, they love to use this word, deranged. We become <laughs> deranged. <laughs> well, I <laughs> so can we, see some derange going on out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of derangement. So the potential of, you know, our potential, the atma, or the true self, is is fully, uh, the, the capacity is for pure presence, pure awareness, pure love. I mean, that's our, our capacity as human beings. And at the same time, we have what's called a subtle body, which is the foundation of the subtle body is the false ego, or called a hunkara, which means a false conception of ourselves. And when we build upon that false conception, um, so many misgivings can, can come from that. So the idea is that human beings are here to become purified of those misconceptions, um, not so that we feel bad about ourselves, but so that we move closer and closer to our true divine essence. And through the practice of, and from the Ayurvedic perspective, there's many different practices of yoga um, and the system of medicine called Ayurveda. Uh, Ayurveda means life and Veda means knowledge. Uh, the system of Ayurveda helps to purify ourselves from 
the physical, mental, emotional, uh, even spiritual uh, impurities that, that are there. There's a great word in Ayurveda that's considered to be the, the cause of all disease. It's called pragyaparad. And pragya means knowledge or experience, and aparad means to offend. So it says when we offend or when we go against our own knowledge, our own experience, our own wisdom, that's called, we're, in one sense, we're offending ourselves. And by doing that, we, so, many, so many forms of suffering comes from that. And so yoga and Ayurveda is really meant to um, minimize the amount of pragyaparad or, or self-offending. And by doing that, we become purified, and we, then we, we get to the point where we are more and more in touch with our true essence. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. sort of sums it up, and there's so much more we <laughs> yeah. can say about that. But. Yeah. Well, let, let's back up a little bit, and sure. what are toxins? I mean, we're, we're going to get rid of them. Let's find out what they are, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so on a physical level, we have um, so many toxins, especially today. We have heavy metals. We have over 100,000 chemicals in the environment. Only about 20,000 have ever been tested for human safety, and none of them have been really safe tested synergistically. We have herbicides. We have pesticides. We have in America, we have fluoride in the water. We have chlorine in the water. We have pharmaceutical drugs in the water. There's so many things in there. So there's a lot of toxins. There's GMOs, so many different things the body is exposed to and things that the, uh, the liver hasn't, held, ha- hasn't had to deal with at least um, for many, 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 many millenniums, uh, if ever. And then, of course, we have electromagnetic frequencies, radioactive frequencies, radioactive waste. So on a physical level, we're assaulted probably more than uh, ever before. And then we have mental toxins. We have, we have uh, in Ayurveda, the idea is that anything that you take in through the senses has to be processed through the mind and the intelligence and digested. So just like we have to digest food, the mind and senses have to digest what comes in, and sometimes it's so overwhelming with all the information and all the, the stimulation that we're exposed to, we don't really process things. So, we're, it, so we're, we become, uh, just like the more junk food we eat, sometimes the more we want it, the more junk information we take in, the more sensory information we take in that's not really nourishing us, it's almost like the more we crave it, we become addicted to it. Mm-hmm. So that's a form of toxin. And then we have um, thought toxins. We have belief toxins. We have, you know, over-identification with our body, with our mind, with our country, with our religion, with our belief systems. These are considered toxins also. And uh, that sort of gets into spiritual toxins where, um, where dogma comes in, where, you know, my way is the only way and, you know, everyone else is destined for some hellish realm. So this so, is also so we get, considered we a toxin. get dogma, which is polarized, which pulls us out of center. Right, exactly. Mm, okay. Exactly. Okay. You know, I had, in my practice, I am often called to help people cross, okay? Yes. And um, I was called to the hospital last night. One of my clients was, her husband was crossing, and they had arranged for me to, to be there at the time. Beautiful. And um, but there was people in the room mourning already, and it was in, in a hospice situation in the hospital. And I was so sick all night once I got home because he was on heavy morphine. And so I'm mm. in this guy's field trying to help him get enough frequency to cross. Yeah. And, and I was very ill all night. So it sounds like I was inundated by some of these toxins that aren't the physical ones. Yes. Yeah, that's a really, I mean, that's in, in my book I talk about it. And my wife is a psychic medium, and I, I uh, studied with one of her teachers for a couple of years. And it was a great, great program because it was a, a course basically to help psychics and mediums stay sane, you know, because they, <laughs> they tap into so much energy. And I'm sure, you're, you know, I'm sure you're aware of it. You sound like you're very intuitive. And um, so, yeah, we do. I mean, we have a bioelectric field and which carries thought forms. And when we enter our fields in with another person's fields and when really open, open to their fields, we can take, it's almost like, it's almost like we're taking clouds from their energy field into our field. And um, especially in a situation like that when your, your heart is very open and you're being fully present as much as you can because that's such a powerful time when someone's leaving, um, you know, you, you probably picked up 
that, that person's, some of their energy, some of the, the toxins that were being released from that person's what's called subtle body. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's techniques to deal with it, and sometimes they work ex- extremely well, and sometimes you just kind of have to, have to work through it. But there's, there's different techniques of clearing your field from other people's energy. Um, well, I think we're in, we're, in, we're in the process right now of a lot of things dying. I mean, just yeah. walking down a city street, it's almost as toxic as the ex- environment that I experienced last night when a person was going through the, the death process. That's and I think really we overlook point. that. I yes, think we overlook we it. Do. We do. You're right. It's happening all the time all around us. <laughs> it's really so, true. Um, which of, uh, toxins do you think are affecting us most right now? Oh boy, that's a that's a great question. Um, well, I'll start from a simple answer, and the simple answer is I notice that when people do a cleanse, when they intentionally do a cleanse, and they relieve the burden on the physical level, um, they notice a difference. They notice how they feel. They feel lighter. They feel more connected to themselves. So pretty quickly it impacts their interest and willingness to take better care of themselves, to notice how they feel, to consider, you know, what they're doing to themselves and, and what they're, how they're impacting their, their lives, the people in their life and their environment. So starting on a physical level really works pretty well. Because so much of the food these days, I mean, that's often what we experience so quickly, is the quality is so poor, and people are, are, are you know, coming in contact on a, on a daily basis with lots of junk food, lots of sugar, dairy that's been contaminated, you know, meat that's coming from inorganic sources, and oftentimes too much meat, um, you know, so so I, I think starting on a physical level and then supporting the body's natural detox processes just by relieving the burden on the body. And I usually recommend in the cleanse, I, I recommend a couple liver support formulas to help detoxify the liver. So starting on a physical level, dealing with the junk food, dealing with the herbicides, the pesticides, and the heavy metals, I think is a really good place to start. Um, and Would it's kind of where into... people... I'm sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead. Would you mind going into um, the uh, major organs of detoxification on the physical level? How, how, what's the me- mechanics there? How do we detoxify? Sure, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, basically when we eat, we digest. It goes into the stomach. The stomach breaks it down into the small intestine. Small intestine is called the, uh, separates the pure from the impure. So that means it takes in the nutrients and passes on whatever's not meant to be passed on to the large intestine where that's eliminated. Even in the large intestine, some things are processed out. From the small intestine, uh, the nutrients and any toxins that are in the food go in a, in a blood vessel from the small intestine into the liver, where the liver then uh, breaks things down into smaller parts. And some of those smaller parts are nutrients that go to the cells and build the tissue of the body, and some of those things are toxins. So the body has to discern what's a toxin, what isn't, and it has to break it down into smaller parts. Sometimes, either because it's a chemical or a toxin that the liver can't, or the body can't fully eliminate, that means it has to get stored. And it'll also get stored in the, in the fat cells of the body, and the, usually in the fatty tissues of the body, um, but it'll, it, it'll get stored somewhere in the tissues if it doesn't get eliminated. When the liver breaks things down, it breaks it down into, generally speaking, two parts. So they call it phase one and phase two liver detoxification. Phase one breaks it down into often some of these toxins into even a more toxic chemical, and then the body conjugates it or it's meant to grab onto it and take it out of the body or make it water-soluble. But sometimes taking it from phase one to phase two, once it's in phase two, it doesn't always get cleared. So those toxins get stored, and they so can this, get into the... That's, sorry, where free, that's where free radicals play in. Free radicals play in. Mm-hmm. Some of those toxins will, you know, if, if this has been going on for a long time, then the gut gets damaged, and then we get toxins that leak into the bloodstream that aren't supposed to. And if the blood, if there's leaky gut... Then there's something called leaky brain. Some of those toxins get into the brain, so the brain starts storing toxins. That's why some people can be 
highly affected by a, a vaccine and others not because if they're if they have leaky brain if the blood's getting into the the, the brain things are getting into the brain that aren't supposed to get there um, and it's very common these days then we're getting toxins in the brain which is very dangerous so the body stores things and now we're walking around with a bunch of toxins whether they're heavy metals and chemicals and pesticides herbicides things like that they're, they're stored in the in, in the body and now we're walking around with that, and it's, and it's heavy metals damaging the cellular communication, and that it just puts stress on the system. It makes the on body the have to work system, so yeah. much harder. Well, we're going to look and see what the, how we can reverse this on the other side of yet another commercial break. Jonathan and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this commercial, so don't go away. We're coming to you through the Exxon Broadcast Network, where new and exciting things are always happening. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, your resource for creative solutions in a changing world, thescienceofmagic.net. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. If you enjoy all the wonderful topics on our program, visit my blog where the adventure continues at the science of magic dot, uh, excuse me, the science of magic blog dot blogspot dot com. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Jonathan Glass, the author of Total Life Cleanse, his website, totallifecleanse.com. Jonathan, as we were talking about how toxins build up and then create all sorts of difficulty that makes everybody even more toxic than again, it occurs to me that uh, being toxic is actually an, an, an anesthetized state, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good way of putting it, yes. You, you yep. can't tell. It lowers vibration. Mm-hmm. 
can't tell how you're so sick. You can't tell you're sick kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that's one of the beautiful things about when you see, uh, people go through a cleanse, uh, after even just a few days of releasing some toxins. And sometimes that people feel a little bit off or strange or funny for a few days. Um, the tendency is that mental clarity comes back pretty quickly, and sometimes after a few days of lower energy, their their, their energy comes back in a much more authentic way than than depending on you know caffeine or other stimulants. Um, so yeah, it's it it is it's true. It's an, it, it it does lower the vibration, lower the energy, all these toxins, and, and lowers our awareness of of the condition we're actually in. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. So. When, when you're working with somebody that's really, really sick, let's talk about healing crisis because it's, it sounds like, oh, we just, you know, fast a few days and we're feeling pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what happens if, you, if you're really down, down on the scale of this um, uh, downward spiral with toxicity and, and leaky gut and leaky brain and all that stuff? What can a person expect when they start trying to turn that around? Yeah. Well, number one is I always recommend going slow. There's not... <laughs> There's generally not, I mean, there are, there are some cases where um, it may be recommended just to dive in and, and go for it uh, it's sort of a, as a last-ditch attempt. But if, it, if it's not quite there yet, then going slow is better because you're not detoxing so quickly that your body's inflaming and having reactions and then possibly retoxifying because you're detoxing too quickly. Um, and that's one way I, one reason I got into cleansing. I did a number of cleanses in California when I was at massage school years ago, back in the eighties. And I did some heavy duty talk detoxing. And, um, while it was great experience, it was, it was a little bit too fast and I got to experience that. So moving slowly is really, really important. A lot of times people will get headaches, aches and pains, low mood, um, itchy skin, um, you know, bad odor, sometimes uh, bowel issues, things like that. And that can go on for some days. And I always recommend, I mean, in the cleanse, we recommend a gradual increase of some of the liver herb products. But for some people, I mean, I have some people on the cleanse on on this particular formula, three capsules twice a day, where one person may, we may keep them on one capsule a day for a week just to have them really gradually uh, kick their detox systems in and make sure their elimination is good so that if they're releasing toxins, they're not retoxing because that's, that can be the issue. Release a toxin from a cell and you want to clear most of that out, not just have it recirculate and find another place to, you know, call home. So you have to, you have to go slowly. What can you tell us about toxicity and inflammation? Well, yeah, toxic, it's a very close relationship between toxicity and inflammation. Um, the body is always wanting to be in an optimal state of health. So when we reduce stressors on the body, whether they're dietary, chemical, heavy metal, emotional, uh, food-related stressors, then the body's innate intelligence can begin to function at a higher level. When there are different toxins that are that are in the tissues, and we're constantly um, exposing ourselves to these things and not really supporting the body to clear them, the body is still going to try to clear it. The body will try to clear it, and part of the clearing process is inflammation. It's a natural because the body's sending blood, it's sending information, it's sending all kinds of chemicals to an area to try to clear something. But if the body's not able to clear it, it's almost like a broken, it's almost like a, 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 you know, a, a, an old record, the needle just skipping, staying on the same place. It's trying, it's making an attempt, but nothing's really happening because we're, we're, we're burdening the body with too much stress. So the body will start to inflame. And, it, and sound, it sounds like it's um, exhausting, really, doesn't it's, it? It's very exhausting. It's very exhausting. And inflammation is a natural thing. I mean, when you eat, your, your stomach lining increases. And that's, you could call that a natural inflammatory reaction. When you run or do something physical, the, the 
fluids in your joints um, increase. And that's the initial stages of inflammation. That's meant to happen. The problem is it gets stuck in, in many people. It gets stuck in a certain cycle of that inflammatory process, and it just stays an inflammation cycle, and it can't end. It just keeps going and going and going. Round and round, and then, then we really round get round sick. <laughs> so exactly. you speak, we've been speaking of cleansing the body. So how about the mind and the spirit and the emotions? They become mm-hmm. inflamed as well. They become toxic as well. Would you give some examples on how you work with that? Sure. Yeah, there's, a, there's so many different um, ways of working with that. And there's lots of wonderful, wonderful practitioners and healers and people that can help with do that. There's an Ayurvedic principle. Um, it says the, the cause of emotional imbalances are undigested experiences. Mm-hmm. So Ayurveda, it, you know, as complex and beautiful and elegant as it is, it's also very simple. And the idea is that when we, when we take in something and don't digest it properly, it becomes a toxin. So whether it's food, I mean, theoretically, you could eat the healthiest broccoli in the world, but if your digestion is weak, you don't digest it fully. So some of that broccoli will literally become a toxin because it's undigested mm-hmm. broccoli. It can become a toxin. So, um, even, so in an emotional experience, a trauma, um, whether it's this life or past life, can be a toxin that is stored in the body but it's also said to be stored in what's called the subtle body, which is made up of the mind, intelligence, and, and ego, and, uh, or what they call covered consciousness. It's the part of us that, um, that's not fully conscious. So these are toxins. So one thing is to, um, it's always a good introspection, is a, is a great practice. There are wonderful forms of, um, of inner, inner process work, that really helps us to digest traumas and experiences. So we, you know, a lot of people have traumas from early childhood. Um, these are really wonderful. Uh, it's really a wonderful thing to digest those and confront those issues that really sort of take a burden the subconscious mind. So, that's so really you're powerful. saying. You're saying the um, same principles apply as above, so below. So the exact same principles that are working on a physical level in the body are working on the mental, emotional, Absolutely. and spiritual levels as well. Exactly, exactly. So, so in one sense, it's all about digestion. <laughs> I'm sorry? In one sense, it's all about digestion. Exactly. How we digest, process, and eliminate. You know, what, what, do we, what part of something do we eliminate? So any experiences, you could say, is meant to you know, teach us something or we, we benefit from that experience. But if we don't digest it, then it gets stored somewhere. Just like we might have eat something and we have indigestion. We're not really digesting it in the same way experiences. <clears throat> you know, I think of even kids in school, the, the, the amount of homework that they're given. There's so much that they have to regurgitate. So little is digested. And right. it creates stress and anxiety and so many things, partly because they're taking in so much information that they really can't even digest or process. So we you end know, up with a, leaky gut of the uh, of the mental faculty, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's take this out another step, Jonathan. Yeah. If we are this toxic, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as individuals, what's happening to the body of humankind? Because if I'm following this correctly, as above, so below, this is going to extend clear out into our communities, into our society, and into our planet. Could you speak to that? Exactly, that's a great question. Well, Ayurveda always says the, uh, the water on the planet reflects a consciousness. The purity of the water reflects the consciousness of its people. Mm. Um, and I'm sure the, the Native Americans would agree with that. that. So we can see it in the planet. We can see it in the types of uh, toxicity and environmental issues that we're, that we're seeing right now. Uh, we can see it in the leaders um, many of the leaders all over the world, not just in America, but all over the world, um, you know, have serious consciousness issues. And um, so it's really showing up everywhere. So, yes. Um, and even, even uh, you know, it's interesting. There's, there's ways of thinking of, of, of places in the world that, have, that are fighting and having uh, wars and things like that. Um, Yes, there's things we might do politically to to help minimize that. But a big thing from this perspective, from the Ayurvedic perspective, is healing our own inner wars 
our, in ourselves is actually a real and beneficial thing to do for the planet. Because when we're peaceful inside, when we've balanced our inner male and female, then there's going to be more balance out in the world between male and female. You know, we're different races or different nationalities. So doing our own work is one of the most powerful things we can do for the entire planet. Um, some, sometimes, and there, again, I don't want to discourage anybody from doing political work that they really believe in, but sometimes that can become so polarized um, as I'm right and you're wrong, when actually we have parts of ourselves that still need healing or still need clearing or still need to be seen or we don't actually see our own divinity, so therefore we have a hard time seeing the divinity in another person. Mm-hmm. And that's another beautiful aspect of Ayurveda is that even though we have this deranged, subtle body, it also comes from the perspective of doing our spiritual practices so that no matter how many issues we have, we can still connect to that divine essence. And that energizes us to be able to better deal with the stuff we have to deal with in ourselves and also in the world. So again, we're looking at a frequency issue. If we detoxify ourselves and raise our frequency, then that's what we're putting out into the world instead of um, adding to the toxic load. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. Uh, this is this is just fascinating. The way the 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 system has addressed everything from the micro to the macro, isn't it? Yes, that's that's one thing that I that I love about about this and about Ayurveda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said that it was brought. And we have just a few seconds left, but it was it was brought to us by someone uh, off planet. They believed. Dunvantari. Yep, Dunvantari is considered to be an, an incarnation or an avatar. An avatar is considered to be a being from uh, the higher realms, either the spiritual realm or what's called the heavenly realm. And they come here uh, with a very specific purpose, which was to enlighten humanity. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On how to use medicine in a very sophisticated way, but in a way that's in well, harmony. We're going to pick up on the harmony, because this is a fascinating subject, on the other side of yet another commercial break. Before we pause, let me remind you to check out the amazing upcoming Galactic Shamanism classes for both children and adults on findyourpathhome.com. Jonathan and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Science of Magic, your resource to altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric, working to create common ground for the betterment of our world Join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting things we offer at thescienceofmagic.net. Earth is under ever-increasing pressure from untenable lifestyles and growing populations, yet viable answers seem in short supply. What if I told you there's an ancient form that can empower you to take charge of your life? What if your entire family could be enfolded and supported by life itself, finding safe passage through challenging times? I'm Gwilda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School with great news, an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes based in an ancient form of shamanism easily learned and used by your entire family. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow are a series of online adult and children's lessons instructing your entire family on natural law, how to cooperate with and be supported by the powers of the universe. Visit findyourpathhome.com to find these unique and powerful classes. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. I always love to hear from my listeners. Email me at info at thescienceofmagic.net and suggest a topic or guest that's on your mind. You can also join the discussion on our blog, thescienceofmagicblog.blogspot.com. Our guest this hour is Jonathan Glass, author of Total Life Cleanse, his website, totallifecleanse.com. Jonathan, we were getting into what I find is an absolute fascinating subject because it shows up more places than than just one. And that's how some somewhere we get information at a time in our history when we don't have the cultural base to support the knowledge. Um, and that sounds like what your avatar is. Would you go into that a little bit? Sure. So um, Danvantari is an avatar. In the Vedic system, there is what's called avatars, and avatars are beings, it means one who descends, and they descend from a higher realm. Um, with the intention of serving humanity to awaken their consciousness. And uh, this particular aspect of consciousness is related to the medicinal system. And we can see that um, there are many forms of medicine that are out of alignment with uh, human consciousness. For instance, um, I have a saying that there's no problem with Western medicine, just the wrong use of it, where... There's cases where uh, medications uh, may um, be appropriate, but in many cases they're not so appropriate, and there would be much. It would be better to have a far less invasive um, method to help a person. So Ayurveda's perspective is do as little as possible for the greatest result. And Ayurveda, uh, Dunvantari brought the system of medicine, which is very, very sophisticated, actually. And um, it's in alignment with the yoga system. And the yoga system is really meant to be there. It's actually the goal of yoga is to link ourselves with the divine. That's what yoga really means is to link. So it's a, a system of medicine that is in alignment with who we are as human beings. There's really no gaps in the system as far as that goes. Um, so yeah, so there's different incarnations, different avatars in different times and ages and Dhanvantari is the uh, avatar of Ayurveda. So we're not talking. Um, we're not. We're not talking off-planet alien invasion at all here. Just rather no, no. A, a different reality or a different level of consciousness. Yeah, it's a different level of consciousness. I mean, in in the Vedas, it's described that the um, that this universe that we're in is like in terms of size of the whole cosmic manifestation. The way it's described in the Vedas is that it's like a sesame seed in a bag of sesame seeds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, there's unlimited universes and um, there's unlimited life. And, you know, one of my teachers says there's life everywhere. And we, we see that even in the human body. We don't like to think of it like this way, but there's life everywhere in our body. Um, there's all kinds of organisms and life. And there's life in other, other realms, other planets, according to Ayurveda. Um, but the earth realm is actually considered special even from the yogic Ayurvedic system because it's considered a middle planetary system. It's not a heavenly planet, and it's not a lower planet. Um, in Ayurveda, there are lower planets, but they're not eternal, like in some systems where you know hell is eternal and you go there and that's it. Uh, there are lower realms and there's higher realms, but the earth plane is considered a middle realm and the devas and the higher beings are very, very interested in the earth realm because it's a very, very 
uh, conducive place for people to grow spiritually. It's, it's, it's very easy to grow spiritually if we take that up in, in, this, in this world. Because planet Earth is not generally the place of you know, constant bliss, nor is it generally the, case, the place of constant hellish experience. It's a really middle place. And as a human being, um, they say the human form of life is so special and so unique because in the human form, we can grow spiritually by leaps and bounds if we desire to. And Ayurveda and the yoga system is meant to help us with that. You know, we see, <laughs> this is changing gears just a little, but I think it's an important point. We see the negative results of fetal alcohol syndrome, whereby the toxicity of the mother impacts her child. Yep. Is toxicity passed down from our ancestors in other ways? Yeah, well, I, you know, they talk about, uh, yes, I would say yes. Um, and sometimes people use the word genetics. Like I get the, you know, there's, um, I have the genes of my grandfather, my father, whatever. It's not always genetics. It's behaviors. It's the behaviors that get passed down, which impact the physical body. It's not necessarily, quote, the genes. Um, and I don't know if this is kind of where you're getting at, but in Ayurveda, they say that our, our actions in this life can in, impact uh, the seven generations previous to us and seven generations in front of us. So um, while we're here on earth, the more we grow spiritually, the more benefit that we actually bring our ancestors pre previous to us and in front of us also. So yeah, are, are those, those behaviors, those habits, those addictions, those things that we're still struggling with, um, I believe do get passed on. And it's our opportunity to, as human beings, to really shift those energies while we're here. It's a great opportunity as a human being to do that. It's a great time to do it, too, based on where we started this Absolutely. conversation that yes. is being supported by the yes. golden time at this time. Yes, um, exactly. So, so if we look at ourselves <laughs> as these communities, okay? I, I remember reading someplace that most of us isn't us. Most of us is flora and fauna and this and that. So where do toxins play in that? Aren't they part of the community as well? Um, well, you know, man-made toxins are... are uh, you know, I mean, this is in, in Kali Yuga in this age, in the, the type of man-made toxins that we have are unique. Um, I mean, pr possibly in previous Kali Yugas, we had similar toxins, but, you know, in general, generally speaking, we haven't been exposed to these types of toxins before. And a lot of these toxins have a uh, positive electrical charge. So they're uh, positive uh, ions. And a lot of, um, like the earth itself, has a negative um, ion frequency, which is very important. That's one reason why it's really important to connect to the earth and walk on the earth barefoot and that type of thing. Um, so we're exposed to so many positive ions, so it's become really out of balance. Now, as far as bacteria goes, that's a whole other story. Bacteria, we have been uh, synergistically living with bacteria for gazillions of years, and bacteria is actually our friend, and it's absolutely necessary for our health our, and our survival. And part of the issue now is that we, uh, we, have, un, we have developed an, an unnatural, an unintelligent, and an unrealistic relationship with bacteria so that we take bacteria as if bacteria is an enemy and we start killing it. And when we start killing it, bacteria gets pissed off and doesn't behave <laughs> with us like we're, it's a friend. You know, we used to be part of a family, and now all of a sudden we're killing the family, and what, is the, what does that person do? They, wait a minute, if you're going to kill me, I'm going to kill you back. I mean, that's kind of how bacteria is responding to us. Um, so we need to develop a synergistic or re, reawaken our synergy. And, and that information is coming out. I mean, that, that knowledge of, of the importance of bacteria um, even viruses. I mean, there's viruses. There's so many viruses and bacteria that in our body that are that are synergistic. Fungus. I mean, candida has gotten a hugely bad rap. And yes, imbalanced candida can be a, a big, big problem. But candida is a natural fungus in the body. It's meant to be there. And in fact, one of its benefits is that it traps heavy metals and toxins. So it has a a positive role 
But if we take a mood that, okay, I have to destroy all bacteria, destroy all candida, then basically we're killing ourselves. So we have to learn how to live synergistically and harmoniously again in nature. And that's why a lot of doctors these days are saying, go out and play in the dirt, roll around in the dirt, walk barefoot, don't be so scared of bacteria, um, and, and avoid antibiotics as much as possible. I mean, sometimes I wouldn't, you know, if someone's about to die or they can't breathe, then get on an antibiotic if that's what needs to happen. Clean but up the mess general, later. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, you know, that should be a last resort, not, not one of the first resorts. Right, right. So, you're, so you, know, it, you make a really good point. Again, we go full circle into the question is not what's good bacteria or bad bacteria or good yeast or bad yeast, but what's the balance within the system? Exactly, exactly. And if we take that out further, then it goes clear back to the micro-macro thing where our entire society is in a state of imbalance now, just like our physical bodies. Right, exactly. And so, what is a total life cleanse? I have about one minute. Okay. Total life cleanse is something that I've been doing for 20 years in my practice. We get a bunch of people together. I guide them through a 28-day process, and a lot of it is information also that they can take with them into their life. People create a new bottom line for how they live, how they eat, how they think. And uh, it's a really wonderful experience to have people go through it together. Um, there's more information on my website, and my book explains the whole cleanse process and why to cleanse. And I'm actually doing for the first time a virtual cleanse using Zoom technology in January. I call the January cleanse the recovery cleanse from after the holidays. And we get together once a week. We, I explain everything, what to do, how well, to take the I supplements. Can't, all I, we're out of time. I can't thank okay. you enough for your wonderful book and your wonderful service to the world. And I'll give out your website where people can find all that information. Thank you. Our, you bet. Our guest this hour has been Jonathan Glass, author of Total Life Cleanse, a master acupuncturist, certified Ayurvedic therapist, and herbalist. His website, now you want to write this down, is totallifecleanse.com. This has been The Science of Magic. Join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up to empower you on your personal path at thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you renew your life.